guys. Happy Halloween. Spooky. Never mind. We don't celebrate Halloween. But today's episode is kind of just about, you know, what we think about Halloween, our conviction behind it, and the history of Halloween and how it all started and whether or not we celebrate it or not, which I just said we don't celebrate it. But we'll share why. And an important um, part of this episode, we're going to share more about why it's important to vote. Right now, for us in Texas, there's early voting, but um, I know in a few weeks after this episode is out, or I think like a week and a half later, it's time to vote. It's election day. So we want to share more why it's important to vote and the uh, the vitality of this midterm election right now and why it's so important yeah so i guess the big question to ask is how are you going to spend these times you know i know we have um halloween coming up and you know how are you going to celebrate it if you do celebrate it are you going to choose to live in the world or, or you're going to choose to be different to be set apart you know um this is a really fun topic we've we were involved in a in a life group and a study group recently and one of the uh, people there at the life group asked hey what do you guys think about halloween and so there was a lot of conversation going on and we said hey like we're actually coming out with a podcast episode about this because people have questions you know either new um christians or christians that have been christians for a while that have believed for a while or non-christians like like they wonder, hey, what's Halloween all about? Like we know what it's about nowadays, but what what's its origin? So we're gonna talk to you a lot about that today. Um, yeah. And honestly, you know, Leanne and I, uh, we don't celebrate Halloween really. We usually just go to our church and have fun times at the church with blow ups, the blow up things, and the kids, and giving out candy, and you know, having fun, um, you know, with the community at at. at and a safe place, yeah. you know. And um, honestly, growing up, uh, my parents took us tr- took us trick or treating around the neighborhoods back in the back in the nineties. Um, felt like was it, it something that they hyped you up about a lot? No, not or really. It was just like, oh, let's just do this. No, and we wouldn't even really go costume shopping. My mom would just make something, or just I don't know. We would have like costumes already at the house, like Cinderella <laughs> and Batman, or I don't know, or like a. Ninja Turtle suit that I had sitting around. So we would just put it on and just go around the neighborhood with our friends for maybe an hour or two, collect candy. Um, but that that was what I remember. And then, you know, growing up in my junior high days, high school days, we really didn't do much on Halloween. You know, I've personally never been into a haunted house. I've never been... I mean, the most I've done is just like trick-or-treating when I was little, you know. So, um, but that's just something that... And then, you know, whenever Leanne and I got married, you know, we you know, had to talk about this, like, oh, like, what do you want to do? And so we decided that, hey, you know, it was good to be able to be, be involved in something holy, something Christian, like, hey, like, going to a church and hanging out there for the night instead of, you know, being around here and, you know, being around the house, um, giving out candy and, I guess, celebrating in that way. But if that's your thing, uh, we're going to talk to you guys more about the history behind it all. Um, but we feel like that, Halloween in itself is a personal conviction, is a conviction that, that you have to have between your your Lord and Savior and your family and your friends and your loved ones, you know? Yeah. But um, what do you think about that? Well, um, you know, for you, you said you grew up, you know, treat or treating, but is it something that you, like, did 
did every single year? No, it was like once in a while, once every couple of years we did. And then you probably stopped doing it when yeah, you were and like then, 13 or something. Yeah. Like, and then oh, I I'm think, too old for that. Yeah, and I think we did like church activities and stuff too during that time. Yeah, okay, okay. I was definitely thinking you probably did both. I, I've known people that go to our church and they come to our church and hang out um, after they go to church or treating early in the evening instead of like going to treating at like 7 or 8 p.m. and it's like dark outside, you don't know who's out there, you know, that kind of thing. But um, I have personally have never gone church or treating before. Uh, my parents, uh, you know, obviously they didn't want for us to partake in that. And at the same time, uh, there was always something going on at my church. Like there was like a big community event outreach, you know, just opening up you know, anyone that wants to come and hang out and, you know, it's for free. And they always had, like, food trucks out, out there for people to buy some food and just hang out. And But it was also a good way for people to see, like, oh, this is a, a safe way. This is a fun way to still celebrate just being together. And we always called it a, a, a fall festival because we don't call it, oh, this is our Halloween night. We don't. You know, the church don't believe in Halloween and celebrating Halloween itself because Halloween, if you think about it, the meaning behind Halloween is really celebrating the dead, celebrating death, and, you know, dressing up as zombies and, like, bloody and, and just, you know, that's kind of what you think of if, you, if you're if you honest with yourself when you think of Halloween. Um, and it's been kind of sad because... We have our streaming services at home, and obviously they're promoting a lot of, like, horror films and just, you know, the classic, you know, horror movies like, like Halloween and, like, Friday the 13th and just stuff like that, and I, I just, I can't watch stuff like that. I don't know about you, if you can watch stuff like that, I mean, I don't, I don't even want to say I applaud you because <laughs> I can't handle that, um, but anyway, uh, you know, Halloween is just... A very touchy subject for a lot of people, especially for Christians. And it's not to say, oh, if you do trick or treating, or you you have gone trick or treating, like you know, on your own or like with your family, like that you're a bad Christian or you're you're not a true believer. That's not what we're saying. But you know, we honestly just want to talk about this and kind of just highlight this because obviously today is Halloween and we have never actually have ever talked about Halloween on the Simple Mission podcast or the blog or anything. So this is our time to kind of just shine a light on it. Yeah. And also, you know, one other thing too, we've noticed that a lot of people's decorations have become very extravagant in the past three years, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, the bigger decorations, the more intense it's gotten. And I, I just, it's crazy to me. But as far as, you know, like the massive decorations, like, you know, it's not like little yard decor anymore. It's like it tolls your house. And it's really scary. And so, you know. No pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> but, you know, Leanne and I, we, we have, I'm just going to kind of rattle off some things about Halloween that, like, we've done that we don't, you know, it's just something fun for us. We have carved some pumpkins in the past. I think Leanne carved her first pumpkin in, back in 2019, which yeah, is pretty fun. I think that was my first time ever carving a pumpkin. That's kind of sad. Because carving a pumpkin is not... It's a, hol- a Halloween thing. It's more of a fall. It's an artistic thing. It's no, to express. Well, it's like for autumn, for yeah, fall. It's so. for fall. So we yeah. carved a pumpkin. We ate the pumpkin seeds, you know, cooked them. I it did was, not like it. I loved them. They're, they're so good. Some brown sugar and cinnamon. Oh, 
I think I saw someone carve her own pumpkin, and she didn't do that. She did, um, like, we're more uh, seasoned, like, uh, like paprika and salt and pepper and olive oil. And oh, it's wow. more of a snack rather than, like, a treat. A treat, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. So if we ever do that again, we yeah. can po- probably try it like that. The other questions we get sometimes, hey, do y'all decorate the house? We don't decorate for Halloween. Uh, we don't like to invite the spirits here. Um, not jokingly like for real yeah. there, there is a spiritual world out there and we don't want to invite anything like that if we can yeah but you know we do decorate for fall we have little pumpkins out we have like little fall leaves have, like two two little pumpkins <laughs> yeah so um but that but that's what we do you know um and you know basically you know we think that that i guess the less you encourage this this holiday, then the less you're going to be influenced by what you have and what you have out in your yard and what you're celebrating. So, yeah. you know, if you if you want to go that route, you can. Uh, I would highly recommend it. You know, if you're an avid Halloweener and you're a new Christian or you're an avid Halloweener and you're a long time Christian, you know, you might want to start asking some questions. You might yeah. want to start, you know, questioning why you do this. You know, what's going on with your behavior? What's going on with your holiday um, preferences? You know, and we're going to talk to you guys in a minute about the history of it all to really share some light on why we're doing what we're doing or why yeah. you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, one of the things, you know, like you said, we someone had brought this up in uh, our life group. And one of the things that someone has said, she's a mom of... Uh, four kids, and she said that they do trick or treating and they have fun, but we don't like. There, it's always like in good fun. It's not like she she was explaining like I don't tell her, my kids oh we're gonna do this till we can, you know worship the devil and like you know bring in all the bad spirit like th- there's that's not her intention and I love that she explained that she's like she's teaching the kids oh this is a fun thing to do we're not gonna dress like this but we can just go and see our neighbors and say happy Halloween and dip the candy and have fun and they still go to the church too like so they're like one of the people that do both. Where it's not like, oh, they're only doing trick-or-treating and they're only doing haunted houses and, you know. And I love, like, what she said because that's their personal conviction as a family. They don't believe that they're um, getting too involved when they're, you know, going out in the streets like that. So I love that, you know, if you're listening and you actually love, you know, taking your kids trick-or-treating or you have gone trick-or-treating you've loved it. And <laughs> it was a time to hang out with your friends and all of that and your family uh, just know that we're not saying like if you do this you're a horrible Christian or you don't have any kind of spiritual you know bone in your body but it's just you know everyone's so different everyone has personal conviction and another lady spoke up and said that she used to be involved with um not witchcraft but she used to kind of be a part of like the spiritual like she would believe in spiritual things and partake in that and once she became a Christian she realized Oh, like, if, if anything like that pops up, you know, she, it can be easy for her to fall into it. So she has nothing to do with Halloween. She said, I don't, I don't partake in that. I don't want to get myself involved in that again. So everyone is just so different, you know, because um, she used to be a part of that world before she, she became a Christian. And she said that if, if she veers a little bit close to that, then it might be possible that she fall into that again. And she doesn't want anything to do with it. Hmm. And so, like I said, everyone's different. 
everyone has their own conviction and explanation of why they do something or what the Lord has like shown like hey I don't want you to be doing this you know you know sometimes it's hard to figure out what a conviction from the Holy Spirit is and I, I was telling David it's hard to explain it but I think of like when you feel cringy like when you feel the cringe in your spirit of, like yeah the ick the ick you know and I, I know that sounds kind of funny but I feel like that's the best kind of explanation when you feel this ick or like this cringe in your spirit like maybe this isn't right for me and you have to listen to that you have to go to the word and see if that's true so anyway long rant over let's go over the history behind holy yeah so this is real interesting i don't know if you guys have heard i've heard it before i've heard a little bit of it but not as of de- as of in depth of what we're going to talk to you guys about today so so let's talk about the history a little bit of um, Halloween. Um, it has dated back to the Celts. Um, the Celts had this, I guess, holiday that they celebrated, uh, and their New Year was celebrated on New on November first. So the day this day marked the end of summer and the harvest, and the beginning of a dark, cold winter. And the time of the year it was also associated with human death, plague. Um, just sadness, depression, anxiety, emotional states. And so basically the Celts believed that, that the night before the new year, there was the boundary between the two worlds, between life and death, between dark and evil, between the living and the dead. And those uh, worlds became blurred. And so, you know, they were able to, they believed that they were able to summon the ghost of the dead um, and the ghost of the dead returned to earth and they were able to celebrate them in order to bring good fortune for the next, you know, I guess for their winter. And so, you know, the Celts wore costumes. Typically it was animal heads. They would like, I guess, put animal skins on animal heads and try to connect with these uh, ghosts and stuff like that and uh, spirits in attempted to tell each other their fortunes yeah so that's pretty time, like so. how halloween started and then also like there's the uh in mexico they had the day of the dead deal a la Merta? i don't know i think i'm saying it wrong but there's also that so there's a different like culture celebrating this time period of yeah the the line between the living and the dead you know yeah so, and so, basically, when the Roman Empire grew substantially, they took over. The Celts got conquered, and so the Romans started to adopt this holiday that they were, you know, um, that they were bringing on. Fast forward, uh, the British Empire. Uh, the Britons were very strict, very religious, prominent uh, folks. They didn't want anybody celebrating Halloween, and so whenever the settlers came to America, some of them, I guess, had Celtic Roman. Um, heritage and so or some of them just wanted to celebrate the holiday so they were able to in America without having to re- relash or relapse from uh, from Britain so that's how I came over to this country kind of interesting um, fast forward into the 1920s uh, you know teenagers young people um, you know around were starting to destroy property well they they were before in the early 1900s and so the parents of these kids were like, hey, let, let's let's do something fun. Let's create neighborhood activities like trick-or-treating, like dressing up, and let's get the kids off the streets by giving them something to do that night besides wreaking havoc on the cities. Yeah. And so that's when, uh, you know, organizing parties, haunted houses, trick-or-treating, uh, that's when it all began, really, in, in the 1920s. Yeah. So. And I feel like... 
Not to say I believe in this, but I do believe there is a spiritual world out there. Um, we believe that from the Bible it says, you know, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but we wrestle with the spiritual forces of darkness. So um, that's in Ephesians that, um, but I think the whole point of this is we do believe that there is a spiritual world out there and maybe there is something to do and we're not, and the thing is the Lord he knows everything that goes on. We don't have to know everything. And we don't have to try to figure out, or well, maybe this is a thing that does happen between the living and the dead or whatever. I don't know. But all all we know is that the Lord is in control of all of that. But we're not meant to partake in that kind of stuff. We're just not. We're not meant to be like, you know, hauling on the spirits and having a Ouija board. And, oh, I am I am not, don't, don't go near any of that kind of stuff. But, um... Yeah, I think, you know, people, when they don't understand and they don't have the Lord in their life, you know, they try to find answers somewhere else and they think this is the answer. And so I'm not trying to justify what people do, but people are lost. They are hungry for the truth and they need a savior, but they try to find it in other ways. And so this is one of the ways that they would like to do it in this way. Um, But anyways, you know, Halloween has now become just a... Very commercialized holiday. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if you have the numbers on how much oh, yeah. Halloween so, has been spent on. So I think last year Halloween hit a record. They spent about well, we spent in the U.S. one point no. uh, one. I'm sorry, ten point one billion dollars back in 2021. This year they're expected to hit a ten point six billion. But you got inflation and the 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 decorations are much like. 10 times larger so also i've noticed in the stores they are selling way more halloween decorations than before yeah most stores are selling it too i mean can you imagine yeah and like can you imagine what that money can do for your kids if you invest that or something in their future not spend it on costumes and decorations and outfits you know so i feel like that money can be but to good use, much more better use than spending it on Or just saving something. it for Christmas. That's true. Or you can save I'm it for Christmas. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's some interesting facts, uh, history. And we hope that this really not, I guess, helps you with your belief in, 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 in your personal convictions with the holiday. You know, we're just giving you the facts. Um, you know, we're sharing what Leanne and I believe. But what you believe may be a little bit different. But... We hope that you do research into this holiday, really understand it because it really comes from dark, yeah. evil, very demonized roots, and yeah. it's just not good. Yeah, I think the thing is to remember is if you're a Christian or whatever, um, I really do believe it's important to not be afraid and just be, you know, turning off your your front light, you know, and stay in your house and just stay there all night until it's over. Like, I don't. I believe that that's not the right way to approach it either. Just be afraid of it and just stay away from everything and, you know, ignore the doorbells ringing and just to be afraid. I, I don't know. And just be praying the whole time. Like, of course, praying is important, but I do believe that what is considered a bad day, a bad night, can be used for good. And we can still be reaching out to our community. And there's even, like, a prayer circle that they have at our church for anybody that needs prayer and you know, maybe need some um, guidance in their life and maybe are looking for answers. Or maybe this is the answer I've been looking for my whole life. Um, 
I do believe it's a, it, it's important to still be using it for good, you know, turn Halloween into something better. Our church does this, you know, event called Light the Night. You know, his Halloween is the darkest, you know, part of the year, and we, we're called to be the light. And so I feel like that's really important to remember. As, you know, as you know, it's really hard to talk about, you know, talking about the darkness and the spirits and all that. But, you know, right now, it seems like so many people are, you know, trying to get involved in witchcraft. And it's just crazy how people are way more outward about it. And they're not ashamed about it. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm a witch. Or, oh, I do partake in some of the witchcraft. But it's the it's good witch, witch, witchcraft. And I'm like, no, it's not. Any kind of witchcraft is considered wrong and sinful in the bible and um yeah they claim they claim to have two there's two different witches there's the dark witches and there's like the light witches or they don't summon like the dark evils they summon like the good evil or like the good spirits yeah and that's just not true any you're summoning your spirits any kind you know, of witchcraft so. is anything that's against the lord and that's not right and it's evil i'm sorry to say it, but it's evil um, the, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because people are way more open about it, which is bizarre to me. And I'll just share just a few examples. If you know, you know, High School Musical and the song from High School Musical, I don't even know what one of them is. is we're all in this together and all that stuff. Well, Gabriella is played by Vanessa Hudson. And... Right now, she just announced, I think a few weeks ago, that she is doing a documentary with her friend on going to Salem and, you know, you know, just dabbling in witchcraft. And I'm just like, how is this a popular thing? You know, if you think about it, the fact that they're coming out with a documentary means that there is an audience for it, which is really scary to me. Uh, so that was, and, that, and the thing is, she's already been proclaiming that she sees ghosts and hears ghosts all the time and she had already said that years ago and so I'm not surprised by that but I'm kind of surprised they're coming out with a witchcraft documentary on this um another example this is kind of sad for all you football fans and Tom Brady fans um but it is rumored and most likely to be true that his wife now they're actually divorcing his wife Giselle is actually a good witch. And at first I didn't believe this, but there was a video that came out with him kind of like saying, oh, you know, this is my this is what my wife would do to help me to be successful all these years of my quarterback football career. And I'm just like, okay, that is really bizarre. Um, so basically he credited her to... You know, she gave him crystals and stones to heal him, and and she would tell him what to do, and tell him, oh, this year's going to be a good year, or this year's going to be a bad one, and it's just like, this is really scary. So, that's another example, and then, obviously, TikTok, there's all these witches on TikTok <laughs> that have pro- pro- proclaimed that, and so, anyways, I'm saying all this because people are being very open about this and you have to be really aware and be careful with who you're influenced by because who you're influenced by you're going to become yeah that's true dang so um you know there's a bible verse 
uh, in Isaiah 8, 19. Let's bring up some light, shall we? <laughs> it says, when someone tells you to consult mediums and spirits who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? That's basically it. That's basically what is the reason why we shouldn't celebrate Halloween and the intention behind it. I'm not talking about doing trick-or-treating. Is that something that you do? But something to remember, like, if you're veering towards something, it's like, oh, like, you know, join me in doing this. Oh, this is just for fun. It's just Halloween. Like, no. We do not speak to the dead when we have the living God before us. Dang, that's good, Leanna. Preach it. All right, now let's move into part two. Uh, I feel like we need to have a little American flag or something like oh in the background. A little, yeah. Vote now, vote now. Oh Your vote matters. All right, midterms are here. Holy moly, this year is probably the most important year for midterm elections ever in history. It's huge. It's big. We all need you to get out and vote. And why, why is it the most important one in history? Or That's what folks are saying. Uh, right now, the House and Senate and White House are controlled by a majority of Democrats. Um, basically, what's going to happen is, is uh, there's only five seats to retake in the House majority to balance it out. The House um, of Representatives? Yeah, the House of Representatives. And uh, there's one seat that needs to be taken back uh, from the Senate um, to basically balance out the the Senate as well too. So all these all these uh, these positions are coming available, and it's crazy right now. But you know the way that the the way that the the people set up this country, the founding fathers, they set it up. To, as a system of checks and balances. And honestly, it's better off if it's balanced. Honestly, I mean, I'm not saying like Republicans need to rule the whole thing or Democrats need to rule, but you can definitely tell what's going on whenever something is out of balance, like it is right now. And, you know, I feel like that it needs to be balanced. I feel like I feel like the, the Democrats need to have their opinion. They need to have their say and the Republicans need to have their say and their opinion. And yeah. they need to hash it out because... You know, one party isn't the best, or one party isn't the party, or one party is not God's party. Yeah, wow. We're all the same party. We're all on the same playing field. This is all America we're living in. Yeah. And we have to but agree on these we, things. But and it's good. We have to vote in order to figure out like who's going to be leading our legislative yeah. branch because that's what uh, they they come up with all the bills and laws. They, they, they try to propose and try to pass, but obviously we have the president, the executive branch, and then we have the judicial branch, which is the Supreme Court. And so it's important to have those checks and balances. What if it was the president that had all the power? Like, I think the country would be, like, in the worst state. I mean, it is bad right now, but we have the checks and balances right now to help us to be at least somewhat yeah. of a sane country. <laughs> yeah, and right now it's not balanced. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's basically tipped in one direction right now. Yeah, and That's why is. I was saying that's really important, especially for any conservatives or any uh, Christians out there that believe in pro-life and believe in, you know, having 
the right type of people in power. And right now, all the power is towards the Democrat and tipping towards the Democrat. And they're trying to pass so many laws or things um, that are actually unbiblical. And we need to stand up and vote. Like, we should have to vote and vote what's right and vote for what according to what God wants. Yeah. And so that's why we're saying this is so important and it's just so crucial. And it's crazy that a midterm election is actually really, really crucial, but it really is because yeah. it's almost as important or more important than a presidential election, which yeah. is saying a lot. Yeah, because there's so many factors that are changing hands, basically. Um, you know, the other thing is, too, the second reason why it's so important is because Roe versus Wade got overturned back in August, I think. Yeah. And so the states now have full power to do what they want with abortion rights. So basically, your elected governor, your elected um, district folks are all going to be just as important as the president, honestly, because they're going to determine what's going on in your state. In your state. And I feel like that this was the first, one of the first overturned uh, laws given to the states. The first, which means there's going to be more. I feel like there's going to be more laws that are going to be passed to give states a little bit more control, a little bit more power yeah. over what's going on. Yeah. So, and that's the thing that my friend um, and I talked about. We both have different beliefs in you know, the abortion debate and all that. But she, she brought up a good point in terms of like, she said, why are people so mad when you have the power in your own state to decide what you want. Like, you have more power now, now that it's up to the state. And it's just one of those things where if they really wanted to have it, they can go to another state and do it if they can't do it in their own state. And it's just one of those things, like, it really... it it I, I'm wrestling with this in my own heart because I truly believe in pro-life and that babies' lives matter. But at the same time, people are going to do what they want to do. And I wouldn't want them to make a choice, and it actually like hurts them really bad. Um, but like, like what we were saying, it wasn't right for Roe v. Wade to be a national issue. It, it, he even um, Ruth um, Dinford was saying maybe it shouldn't have been a national thing, like way before she passed away. Like even she said that, and she was a very liberal judge in the Supreme Court. And it's just one of those things where we have to remember what the reason why the, our, our our elected official are doing things because they know that it's according to the law, according to our constitution. And our U.S. constitution is what stands. And if we don't follow it, then everything falls apart. Yeah. And so people, the, the Supreme Court didn't make the decision lightly. They didn't. They yeah. were looking to the Constitution and said, this is actually unlawful. This was a national issue. We're going to overturn it and turn it back to the state. Yeah, that's good. So it's just, I'm sorry if you're mad listening to this, but I'm just telling you the fact about yeah. what had happened. I'm not trying to bring in emotion and yelling and getting angry about it and ribbing the women's right versus baby's right. And it's just, I'm not bringing that in right now. I'm just telling you what had happened and it's important. If you believe in that, then don't vote for that. Yeah. I'm just saying. We're just saying it's just so important to vote. You you have a voice, and we all have a voice, and we all have a right, and we should be very grateful that we have the right to vote for what we want in this country. People in the other countries don't have that choice. Their voices are hindered. So 
if you're thinking, oh, I wish I don't live in the country, then leave. Leave yeah, the country go to and Mexico. see how it is in other countries <laughs> and how they run things. We have it good here. We need to be grateful to be American. We have to be. And if you're not, then maybe watch a 15-minute video at the U.S. Capitol where they show you why you should be grateful for how our country has been founded. Um, anyway, that's what we did. We went to Washington, D.C. And I'm just so much more in awe and more patriotic because I saw the, the monument and like how people in our past like set up our country and I'm just so grateful to be here and so anyway I'm sorry for getting emotional but we should be very grateful to be here in America we have a lot of freedom and if you don't believe in that then maybe you need to double check dang so in ending in conclusion go out and vote we're gonna go vote right after we recorded this <laughs> we're gonna go vote right now post it online so we encourage others to go vote too you know vote for the right thing uh you know pray vote, about it if you don't uh, know pray about it before you get in there and you know vote strong vote for what's right vote for how you believe and how you feel and we will all get through this um yeah, yeah so and remember you know for tonight you know, if you're listening to this on Halloween, you know, just, you know, pray about it. You know, that was your personal conviction and just, you know, be happy and just be the light. Yeah. So we'll see you guys later. We'll see y'all. Bye. Bye.